0: thanks for listening to the new revival podcast i'm levi and i'm beth and on today's episode we have returning guest my dad pastor brian butler of cornerstone church of trafalgar where we discuss the revelation timeline all right dad thanks for being here yep good to be here Alright, so uh, on this week's episode, I want it to be, uh, like I mentioned, it's kind of a revelation timeline, but I guess to start off, we'll kind of give a whole history of everything timeline <laughs> in a in, in a nutshell. So, okay. I guess, so we're all starting off on the same page here. We have creation, after creation, shortly thereafter, we have uh, the flood, yep. and then the flood. The fall, then the flood. Yeah, man. the fall, then the flood, then the Tower of Babel, then... Mm-hmm. The nation of Israel, which we talked about, uh, mm-hmm. the Jews, who are the Jews episode, uh, the nation of Israel is called out. Then we have Christ's first coming, mm-hmm. where uh, he came and then uh, became our sacrifice. We have Then we have Christ's death, and then we have Pentecost, mm-hmm. and then the church age. And that's where we are now, as far as the timeline of where things are at Christianity-wise. Look, we're in the church age. Yep, it's been they're... since Pentecost.
1: Yeah, so Christ died on the cross, rose again the third day, <coughs> ascended up into heaven. <clears throat> with the promise that uh, he would return, and uh, yeah, but we're to occupy till he comes, and we must go and preach the gospel to every every creature. All right. So Great
0: that's that's kind of yeah that's yeah. Um, so I want to on this episode, kind of hone in on. I think everybody kind of strays away from the book of Revelation just because they think it's cryptic, um, but I think p- people at our church know that it's not cryptic. It's just. Very detailed. Yeah. So I I kind of want this to be a chance for you and us to discuss about uh or to discuss about to discuss uh what revelation is all about as far mm-hmm. as I guess kind of clear up the clear up the, the murkiness here and
1: yeah, there's a lot of ways people take it and um, uh, or try to interpret it. It's all allegorical or it's all stories or it's all just things you can't it's spiritual. Or I'm a futurist. I believe it's all well. The portions that are future are future. Uh, Jesus clearly in chapter 1 tells them to outline it, the things which you've seen, the things which are, and the things that are going to be after, you know, so there's things that were coming uh, that John was telling about, and that's the bulk of Revelation, you know, after uh, the church of Laodicea, those things are future, and, and instead of you know, being like a preterist who thinks those things have already happened, I uh, believe that are things that are going to happen. <clears throat> so it's a, that's a brief outline of it. Real basic out right now, but it's, it's future. Okay. And so, yeah. All
0: right. So, I guess the, the first question is, what gets things started on being in time? Because I, I know with everything going on in the news, I think it's got a lot of people thinking, or at least it should have a lot of people thinking, like, hey, that's like, time's closer now than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So, what is something that – I know there's things as Christians with the rapture and everything, which I want to get into, that we're going to miss, but what is the timeline – like, what order does all this play out? Because there's a whole lot of stuff that has to happen. Yeah. What order does this play yeah, out?
1: Yeah, where the rapture has nothing that has to precede it. But there are things when the end time clock starts again. I guess that goes back to Daniel 9. Daniel 9 is the gives a prophecy of everything. And there's a trigger point, And that trigger point for the end times, knowing that we are in the, to use you know Bible terminology, the seventh week of Daniel or that last seven years, the seven-year tribulation, would be a confirming of a covenant that some covenant would be confirmed with Israel. Chances are by the Antichrist because it says he shall confirm. Um, so Antichrist is a major player. But the trigger point, that the the stopwatch starts when there's a, a covenant confirmed. What is that? I don't know. I'm trying to be more clear in our speech. I think prophecy buffs for a long time have always said a peace treaty signed. It doesn't say that. It says a confirming of a covenant. So it almost sounds like so something that's been out there uh, has has reconfirmed or reestablished. Uh, I, I'm not sure what it is, but I know <laughs> we watch anything that goes on with Israel and them signing something, agreeing with something with a close eye. That's for sure. Okay,
0: I think to even back up a little bit further, we mentioned the rapture of the church. Uh, the word rapture is not in the Bible. Right, at like not, li- not, yeah. not in the English, but yeah. <laughs> the Latin
1: Bible, I think.
0: Yeah, uh, Harpazo, right, the calling yeah, out.
1: Harpazo, yeah, the snatching away, taking by force.
0: Uh, the rapture of the church is mentioned in First Thessalonians four sixteen through 17 where it says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we shall be alive and remain, uh, I'm sorry, there, then, then we hmm. which are alive and remain shall be called together with him in the, in the clouds to meet the Lord in heaven and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where it's, that's that's the rapture. That's what we're talking about. That is yeah. th- all Christians that have died before
1: and all Christians that are, are currently alive are called up, taken yeah. to heaven. Dead in Christ first, then we get your life or changed. And that we believe is imminent. That's the, that's the, we take the pre-tribulational rapture view, which means we believe that Nothing is proceeding. This could happen any moment at any time that Christ could come back and take us. Well, there's no warning. There's no symbol. There's no w- trigger event that we're waiting for. It's at an, any moment. That's the whole thief of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thief of the night. We be prepared. You know, the watchman you know, watching and, and waiting, you know, so that someone's not sneaking in. And so, yeah, it's any moment. Literally, it's uh, we're supposed to be prepared a lot like they were in the the Old Testament when um, Moses was telling them, you know, that they were to be dressed and ready because they didn't know what time that they were going to be called out, you know, for the, you know, the deliverance from Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Same way with us, we're in the world, it's like being in in uh, Egypt that we're going to be called out at, at any moment or any time, so we need to be prepared for that. So,
0: so, so with that being said, this podcast is hopefully going to be around for a little while, as far as being archived <laughs> or around floating around somewhere. Maybe somebody's listening to this after. Uh, The Rapture, which would be super cool. (laughs) So, what if it? it, Let's look at it from this standpoint. This is after the Rapture. This is somebody's like, what in the world is going on? All these Christians or all these people just disappeared. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's going to be lots of questions, lots of chaos. um, Because hopefully, there's enough of us to make a difference, and they're not just like, oh, good, those pesky Christians are gone. (laughs) So. All right, so this, I guess we can kind of look at it from the whole Left Behind series standpoint. Okay, yeah. So let's say... Good book. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a good one to reference. Maybe we can link to that down in the notes. Recommended, but, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is after after um, the rapture of the church. Mm-hmm. What 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 do Christians, new Christians now, or what do people... Living now, need to look for what are okay. what's the timeline of things? So we're saying
1: that the church has been raptured out, and uh, now there's just people left on the earth. Yeah, what, we'll start there. The we, next can kinda, we can yeah.
0: we can backfill, but let's, let's start there.
1: Yeah, it, w- it would be this that we would look for a world leader to emerge, uh, that there would be someone who's going to come out with a plan, as what uh, the best from the, our Bible knowledge to understand what the events will be like. That there's going to be some world leader who's going to emerge on the world stage, and says he has a plan to organize to try to take this chaotic time or something, but he's going to emerge as a world leader and he's going to appear as if he's a savior, as if he is someone who has all the So is the this the answers. Antichrist
0: that we talk about? Yes. Okay, is that also the same as the beast that's mentioned?
1: Yes. Now, John <clears throat> mentions in um, you know, who wrote the book of Revelation mm-hmm. and uh, John, first, second, third John, <laughs> uh, he calls him Antichrist in those books, but in the book of Revelation he uses a specific term where he calls him the beast. And so I these two are synonymous. They are the same. Yeah, he has uh, several different names. He is uh, you know, the, the bad shepherd the false shepherd he's um wow well, yeah of course i'd lose them all i'm going to talk about him <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he's, he's a dragon some point. he's a dragon yeah he's he's a he's just yeah, bad son of perdition is another one yeah he, he has so many different names just that and none of them are good you can tell you know the, the understanding of dark sentences you know he has all these different titles that just show he's just a, a deceiver uh, uh, and there have been lots of
0: antichrists in the past but this one's gonna be set apart because he's gonna
1: he's gonna this
0: is gonna be marked by that seven year covenant.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the spirit of Antichrist is with us already, and uh, I would say Hitler would be one. You know, he wasn't mm. the Antichrist, but he was an Antichrist be- in that. Because Satan the,
2: always has to have somebody ready because he doesn't know when Jesus is returning. Right. That's
1: right. That's the thought. You know, he's not omniscient. He doesn't know, and so he always has a candidate. It seems like, but uh, which is was one from Esther. Esther with Haman. Haman, that's right. Yeah. I was thinking Mordecai. Like, no, Mordecai was a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there's always a bad guy. There's always someone willing to step up and kill millions to further their cause, thinking it's for them, but it's actually for Satan. But yeah, so there'll be a, some world leader, and he's going to make some treaty with Israel. We know that um, Israel is back in the nation, that they have established again. Uh, we also know that <clears throat> in the Old Testament it says that in the last days that Israel will be a cup of trembling, you know, that uh, it'll be a world problem, and, and we see that today. Here, this small nation, smaller than the state of Rhode Island, you know, makes it into the world news all the time, you know that the people are always against them, opposed to them, more in UN resolutions are against them than any other nation. And so there is a cup of trembling. People are fighting over this little patch of ground. And so there's some covenant that is confirmed that seems like it's going to be peaceful, because one of the things that this world leader who emerges does is that he promises peace and safety i'm coming and i'm bringing peace and safety just follow me you know that uh probably you know those jerk christians are all gone they were the trouble now things can go right and there's no one fighting against us right. okay um
0: so when does the i think when everybody thinks of revelation they think of the mark of the beast i think that, hmm. i think a lot of people think that's the only thing that's in the book of revelation six, six, so six. Six. yeah I guess, what are speculations on what the mark of the beast could be? Uh, well, what is the significance of even having the
2: mark?
1: Yeah, it's a... What are some... Or I guess, what are some... Uh, it specifically is a mark of loyalty to the beast. Um, and it, like it says, it is something that make, where you won't be able to buy or sell without it. You won't be able to exist in this life. And we kind of see... You know, those those shadows cast back now, we, we see some of those things coming into place. You know, we think about, you know, if you don't have a good credit rating, you don't have a credit card, you know, it's hard to uh, to get around. <clears throat> and so and we also even see it now, you know, with the thought police that's in our world today that's like, oh, if you don't say the things that we want, you know, we're going to ban you from YouTube and Facebook. And uh, you're not going to be able to have commerce. You know, there's people that are denied hotel stays because of their political views and things. And so we can see that it is a, a method of control. And so... But I, I don't think any of those things are it. Um, I watch those things very closely, but I think it's definitely you're you're declaring a loyalty to the beast. You're declaring him to like to be your God or to be your savior or to be one who's going to rescue you from all your troubles. Uh, there, there's some pledge of allegiance that is done with it, so and uh, we could talk a lot about what that so might be. So when
2: people take the mark, they are... 100% they know they're defying God and there's no way to yeah. go
1: back. Yeah, and, and to <laughs> think that, oh, that's shocking. Who would do that? Um, a few years ago, there was a thing on YouTube called the uh, Blasphemy Challenge where mm-hmm. people were to blaspheme the Holy Spirit, and, and thousands did, you know, hundreds of thousands. Uh, there's a, a hotline out there. It's a satanic hotline. People call in and say their prayers to Satan and you know, make them known verbally. I mean, it is, occultism is on the rise, and so... Yeah, there's people that'll do it. There's you know just to the the atheists in the world and the Satanic Church, which is growing rapidly. You know they're putting these statues on all the courthouse lawns. It's, it's a it's a thing that's growing. Just watch mm-hmm. you know look at your look at your TV lineups. Yeah. You know.
2: Go on social media for ten minutes and you'll <clears throat> see it probably. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and while all this is going on, there's also a huge spiritual warfare going on in heaven. There's a big battle going on uh, where Satan is cast down onto the earth and then mm-hmm. pouring all of his efforts and energy into the Antichrist.
1: Yeah. Revelation 12 talks about that battle, there's this war in heaven, and Satan is cast down, because right now it's weird to think about that Satan could be in heaven accusing the brethren. He's called the accuser of the brethren. He's up there railing accusations against us. You would save him. This guy claims to be yours, and look how he's behaving. Uh, But he's cast down. He knows he has but a short time now. He knows that this is his last play. And so, yeah, there is this there's a spiritual battle. And Revelation is full of that. That's what makes it so different. Uh, during the church age now, it's like the, the church are the agents in the world. They are his agents in work. I'm sure there's still supernatural things going on. We know that for sure. But in the book of Revelation, we have angels that are doing things visibly that people can see. Uh, we have two witnesses who do miraculous things. They can call down fire and uh, they're able to make it quit raining and things. And so that's more like the Old Testament bible because he's dealing in that old testament way he's introducing himself to the world i am god and he is fighting against this uh, souped up pharaoh in in, in that that sense you know Mm -hmm. this this battle like moses had with pharaoh all
0: right so we're we're this far in how long are we thinking i know this is kind of where it this this is the first half this isn't the great tribulation which is which is what I guess it's labeled as the second half of the seven years yeah
1: so it's seven years is divided up into two three and a half three-and-a-half-year sections the first half is relatively peaceful uh, there's a lot of uh, conquering by peace he is signing treaties that they think that he'll be uh, the beast will probably be called all the weapons to be given to his control probably all the nuclear things or whatever it, it's, it sure seems that way you know the the you have the four horses of the apocalypse and the first one is this. Uh, leader on a white horse who comes with peace, you know, in this way, or it seems like peace, you know, a bow with no no arrows kind of thing, but there's also a lot of disease and famine and and death that comes from it because let's face it, you know, you put the government in charge of anything, it's never for your good, you know, it's so, <laughs> <there's laughs> always um, I think it's you know, and the what the Indians say it's like never trust the government, government, you know, <laughs> we run them off their land, we we undermine them everywhere, so it's a, the same thing when we give it to a global government, which our nation, you know, well, the world's pushing towards now. That's the big battle in New York now, <laughs> the global government versus, you know, nation states, you know, it's like a curse word to say, make our nation great. Um, the Bible's for that, you know, to be for your nation in that way. It's against this one world global governance, you know, outside of Jesus Christ. And so, uh, that is a battle, but yeah, it's divided into two sections. And so, uh, the first half is relatively peaceful, but it builds up to apparently, uh, the jews rebuild their temple um we know that this fall they started some of that groundwork with the dedication of the altar
0: which is the third temple that i think people may see if they're right. type of
1: yeah yeah because we have solomon's temple and yeah. then there's the second herod's temple during jesus day that was destroyed in 70 a.d yeah so this third temple will be built um and then uh, that's probably part of the covenant we assume that there's some kind of a treaty that lets them build because right now you know the the dome of the rock is on the mm-hmm. temple mount and so there must be some kind of a treaty where they're, a Muslim to, mosque. Yep, where they're allowed to share this space. And so now that they've done that, uh, they've built this temple and they've started their uh, temple sacrifices again, which um, they plan on doing a Passover this year, I believe, uh, in 2019. And so they'll reestablish these things. But uh, the, the, the Antichrist or this beast who's made this covenant with the nation of Israel, he walks in and then declares himself to be God. He goes into the holy place. And um, probably offers a a swine, you know, compares back to the Maccabean thing where he defiles the temple, declares himself to be God. Abomination, desolation. He sets up an idol in there of himself. That it even says it makes it look like he is alive—that would, you know, that's a reference to your AI episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that there's some—that's one of the things we're looking for. He's going to make this image that uh, appears to be alive that causes people to worship it and to worship the beast, or they'll be killed, beheaded, is how it says it. So that's the middle point. It has the fancy biblical word of abomination of desolation. And Jesus uh, called that out to our attention. That is a marker. He says this starts the great tribulation. Jesus named the last three and a half years as the great tribulation. He says, uh, <laughs> he says, it's horrible. He says it woe unto you if you're here for this. Yeah.
0: I think something other people, uh, a lot of people think about whenever they think of Revelation. I, I mean, me growing up, I always just thought about a bunch of really significant numbers. <laughs> so I guess the, one of the one significant numbers I think of is the 144,000. <laughs> so can you tell us who are these 144,000 and what is their purpose?
1: Uh, yeah, so this probably happens in that first three and a half years too that uh, <clears throat> uh, we think there's two witnesses who are called out and they become zealous. I, I would think of them as on-fire Apostle Pauls who uh, are out preaching. And through that, uh, after the... Uh, God's focuses attention on the church for all this time. And the church is called out. Now his attention refocuses on the nation of Israel. And so there are 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel who get saved. And they become... Uh, 144,000 apostle Pauls who go around and evangelize the world, preach the gospel about Messiah is going to come, and they actually have a countdown clock. You know, it's not going to be until this time. You whoa, you know, and, and they call out the attention. They they'll let you know if you hear. There's two witnesses, or these 144,000 Jewish witnesses are telling you who the beast is. Listen to them. That's 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 who it is that they're talking about. <clears throat> so they'll be warning you. This is not him. We'll tell you about the true Messiah, and so they'll be preaching that. And they. Uh, They're able to escape any of the stuff that the beast brings against them. They are uh, protected. They are sealed in their foreheads by God. It says, and so uh, they are super preachers, kind of in a sense. <laughs> yeah, but they are. I'm Jewish. Just trying to picture like one hundred
0: forty-four thousand Jonathan Cons or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <that'd, laughs> there—that would be a modern-day reference right there. Yeah. So, yeah, you want a guy who's fired up and excited about the word? Yeah, listen to Jonathan Con. Yeah, exactly. So. He's a messianic Jew, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like
0: listening to him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess another big thing that a lot of people think about, I think there's just a lot of key terms or phrases or numbers, like I said, that people think of whenever they think of Revelation just because maybe they've not been in a church that, that likes to study mm-hmm. it or haven't been in, are just now getting involved. Um, the seals.
1: Seals and trumpets. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, it is. It's a very... I guess maybe one of the reasons why I'm drawn to the book of Revelation is very visual. I think in pictures, I think in comic books, we have some books laying in front of us right now, timelines that I've bought all the boys in our family you know, that have illustrations of these things happening. <clears throat> and and so it, it's told out in a very logical way. And so it, it's in Revelation um, 4 and, and 5, there's a, a, a title deed to the earth, basically. There's a seal, there's a scroll that is sealed up, and it has seven seals, and that's a, like a wax seal that would have been stamped in with a ring or something showing that it is there, and it has the terms and conditions written within and without.
0: So as you was unroll it, it yeah. would pop open. then they would break
1: open, and as these seals break, that's the the first portion of the things that happen on the earth, and that's where it's like the 4 horses of the apocalypse or the first seals breaking, and then it continues on in these different steps of earthquakes and and various things. I don't have my note right in front of me what all the seals are but but it's it's a degree and uh, they're kind of the baby degrees of things that are happening and they're horrible you know there's a lot of horrible things that happen throughout those seals being broken but then that transfers over to the trumpets Gets right yeah the trumpets then then blast and then uh, as the trumpets blast you know those then release other things upon the earth you know these other um uh, plagues that come upon Uh, the earth and each one is a warning there's usually a time at the end where there's a time of pause because god's desire is not just to pour out wrath on the earth is that he wants men to repent you know he's long-suffering and even during this tribulation time there's a time for men to repent and come to him so he allows a time of quiet for people to stop and think and that usually says that they just rail on him and hate him all the more and then that proceeds ultimately to the vials or the bowl judgments where these things are now being poured out on the earth and a greater um with more greater horrors actually and so it is yeah, a very scary time to be alive I mean Christ even said if those days weren't shortened no man would survive
0: um what's the next big significant thing that happens then? so we have all of this we have the these seals that are opening these horrible things that are happening we have the great we're in the we're in the throats of it now we're in the great the great tribulation mm-hmm. um is that where the second coming comes in or is there the battle of Armageddon first or is does the second coming bring about the Ar- the Battle of Armageddon?
1: Yeah, well, we know that um, the Jews run and hide. You know, and, the, and Jesus warns that if you read Matthew twenty four, he is speaking to his Jewish audience because
0: and over half of the the Jews will die during
1: two thirds. Two thirds. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah It is, is over half. It is like yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't true, wrong. I yeah. wasn't wrong. That's true. Okay, two thirds. <laughs> but I think yeah, uh, yeah, it's like. The, I forget my numbers now about the, the World War II, but yeah, two thirds of the of World the,
2: War II, uh, one-third of one third of the Jews okay, died. Yeah, so yeah,
1: so twice, twice as, as bad. As so, yeah, so was twice as many millions in, yeah, the, uh, in
2: World War II. And
1: we described that a way to make a word for it as a Holocaust. Yeah, you know, that we yeah so it's twice that. Um, so there's a <clears> remnant of them that flees. So it's almost kind of going back to the whole Maccabees kind of. Mm-hmm. Where they refuse, they refuse to, to comply to the beast system. They refuse. They are still rebelling against Jesus Christ. It seems like they don't not acknowledging them, but they run and they hide. And, and God does some miraculous things where He uh, prepares a place for them where they can hide. They have a, a section where there's some people and other nations who don't uh, follow in fall in line with the beast, and so there's a place that the, they are given to hide that. Um, They're protected. The beast can't find him. He's not there. So he turns his wrath on the rest of the world and begins slaying Christians. Uh, Christians die at a tremendous rate during this time. And um, they're protected. And I think during that time, I think God shows himself to them. He probably performs similar miracles to like uh, in the wilderness where he would like water them and, and give them manna or something like that. But he shows himself to it and then just when it seems like the antichrist has tracked him down he's found out and there's all kinds of battle plans in the book of revelation between book of revelation and daniel uh, we have like a lot of the battle plans that the beast will be doing where he's marching and these there's a a huge army that comes out of the east uh, that that, that comes marching in and they're all being pulled to the uh, jerusalem or uh, around there or the valley of, of Megiddo there and um and just so it seems like that they are going to be wiped out and wiped off the face of the earth. Um, that's when they finally cry out for Christ to save him. And uh, he comes down and rescues them in the nick of time, which is a, a pretty incredible. So scene. That's, that's <laughs> the second coming. That's that would be the second coming. The rapture is different. Rapture of Jesus's feet never touch the ground. We meet him in the air. The second coming is Christ coming back down to the earth. But it's it's, it's even has it's kind of divided. There's a time where he comes and he fights. He rescues them. Uh, he goes and he goes to basra and and does a judgment and by the time he fights the battle of armageddon he's fought all this and it even says in uh, isaiah that you know he's his garments are dipped in blood from this battle that he's fought and his feet don't actually touch the ground until he gets to the mount of olives and then he he comes down and does that and so it's an, an aerial battle which is kind of neat to think about yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. flying around and, and doing this but because yeah, uh, his
0: first coming he came as a lamb he came as our sacrifice as a sacrifice the second time he comes as conquering lord yeah
1: he is the king of kings that's the lord where the of Lords. battle of
0: armageddon comes along and that's where the antichrist is destroyed saint
1: satan's imprisoned yeah yeah so that's we call it the battle of armageddon because it probably happens there where all these armies have come together to try to annihilate the jews and everyone and then christ comes down and does it so yep and they are like you said i call it the unholy rapture where the the, the beast and the false prophet which is his little helper he has a religious helper along the way are cast alive into the lake of fire uh, without dying and then uh, yeah, Satan is in prison for a thousand years. He's locked in chains. And uh, then there seems like there's a thousand years of peace. Which gets us into the millennial reign. The millennial reign,
0: yeah. Which I think is something that a lot of people th- hear, but get it confused with heaven. Um, I think... Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. I, I think, I guess, maybe we can kind of... Clear this up to What yeah. what the millennium is, and how it differs from heaven, and I guess what the separation is. Um, with, yeah, with, with the, that
1: the millennium is an interesting time. It's there's a lot spoken no, we, we, we've about. We studied
0: it. it at church, and I think everybody's kind of enjoyed it. So maybe we kind
1: of yeah, it's it's an interesting study. Like I said, the Old Testament speaks about it a lot. Uh, Revelation clearly maps it out for us, and it is a time when Christ comes back. And the promises to the Jews are fulfilled. They finally get that land that they said would be theirs. Messiah does rule and reign on the throne that is there. Uh, they each um, they get their own section of land, and it's divided up. The land is healed, and it brings forth. It's a time when it's Eden-like. Um, in that, uh, there's no more war. You know, we're probably familiar with the, the Bible verse. You know that they take the. Uh, uh, spears and swords, and they beat them into plowshares, you know that kind of things. And then and, and they t- turn the implements of war into t- farming implements. And uh, I like thinking about it. it says uh, that the um, uh, reapers will overtake the sowers, and that the ground gives forth its fruit. You know, it's right there, and it's the growing season so fast. And, and it's also neat to think um, if the church had been prepared during that seven-year tribulation. You know, they've been in heaven that time. There had been a judgment on them called the bema judgment, where they are rewarded. Uh, there's probably battle plans laid out and then occupation, uh, I guess, orders given so that when we come down, we help establish the kingdom. He talks about the church being kings and priests um, during the millennial reign, ruling and reigning with him, that we have our hierarchy. And then we go and we subdue the earth for the cause of Christ, which is exciting to think about. That. Uh, new frontier because the the earth will be terraformed when Christ comes back down. It begins to shift under His feet. Jerusalem becomes one of the highest points. There's water that comes from the mountain that heals the land, and um, there's clean up after the war efforts, and then uh, the establishing of the nations. And so, yeah, it is a time of peace. Uh, it'd be an interesting time, and in that that's a time when there's mortals and immortals who live together. You know, because I think the church comes down and visibly has a job, and that yet there's people who survive the tribulation who live and have children. Uh, who were born during that time yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. let's kind
0: of i guess kind of expand on that this is i think that's what i think gets overlooked a lot like how physical and real everything yeah everything is i think this kind of helps as a transition for us to realize how feel like real and physical everything is because like you said there are people that are going to survive the battle of armageddon like there at the end um yeah, so there's yeah. there gonna be mortals and then Christ has already come for the second time. So we're gonna be living amongst we're gonna have not only the already past saints that are coming back down with him mm-hmm. for that final battle. Yeah,
1: David to be resurrected, you know, these old yeah, Testament so saints will come to we're we're live in the of,
0: kingdom. Yeah. All these past Christians that are coming back mm-hmm. living amongst people that maybe aren't or a good portion of them aren't saved. Yeah. Or
1: yeah, there's a divide that's called the sheep-goat judgment, where he divides them up, and it's it's not real clear, and you know how all that works. Yeah, you know, but there's those, those that are the the saved remnant, all, all Israel saved. We know mm-hmm. that, and there mm-hmm. are nations that are there, and there's some nations who refuse to comply, and it talks about him withholding rain for them, and so it, it's interesting and in that there are children too that are born, and uh, this is a time when, like I said, we have those that live through the tribulation. They never die, the ones that are saved through it, and mm-hmm. so they'll live to be over a thousand years old. Uh, which is like it was before the flood Mm -hmm. and so this is where hmm, the book of Revelation drives you to the rest of the Bible to help you understand and put all this together but then it talks about um, that children live to be a hundred years old and if they haven't trusted Christ as Savior then you know that that's kind of their deadline they have until like their hundredth birthday as Mm -hmm. kind of how some of them have illustrated it uh, to repent and trust in Christ as Savior or they die and people mourn them as if they lost a baby because you know, if they would repent and trust in Him, they would live a thousand years. And you would think, well, why wouldn't you do that? You know, Christ mm-hmm. is actually someone you can see on the throne, and we can you could talk to Noah, and you can <laughs> you can talk to the you can talk to us, immortals. I think they must be able to see us fly back and forth. Maybe we can point to our our home in heaven that's not on the earth yet as we come down and work and go back and forth. It's kind of that'd be a cool commute. I look forward yeah. to flying <laughs> back and forth in that way. But it's a you know they have all that. But then again, I think this is just showing that it's not society that makes people lost. It's not your upbringing or where you were your lack of a dad or your um that you had a poor income that it's our nature that we are sinful um that even in a perfect world if man has the opportunity to sin man chooses to sin mm-hmm. and, and you know some do reprint and trust in him but we know that there's going to be another battle at the end of the millennial reign that is has uh, uh, huge numbers <laughs> that are opposing him
0: yeah um, I, maybe we skipped over this, or maybe I yeah, I missed maybe. it. I missed it. But this is also the time that the new Jerusalem has come and built, correct? Or
1: is this? Um, he, he does reestablish the land, but but it's uh, not the new Jerusalem. It's not the new no, Jerusalem. Okay. yeah, it's 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 refurbished. How's that? Okay, refurbished <laughs> Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah, because he comes and he rules and reigns on a throne where you could see him. David is established over and up on a throne as well. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just an interesting point. If you read like um, the Christmas passage what is it Isaiah. In the Bible. 59. Uh, I'm thinking of the earlier one. 42. Keep guessing. Keep guessing. (laughs) I think it's nine. That's my guess. Yeah. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name is called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We read that at Christmas. The child is born, a son is given. The government... On his shoulder, that didn't happen. Hadn't, that's future. That's mm-hmm. this. That's the millennium where he is ruling and he is the government. He's the one that come to for counseling. He is the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Peace. Verse 7 says, and of the increase of his government of peace, there shall be no end. He establishes this as a king that lasts forever. Upon the throne of David, he rules from Jerusalem and upon his kingdom to order it. And so it is well established and it is organized. God is the God of order, not the God of chaos. And to establish it with judgment and the justice of from henceforth even forevermore, saith the Lord to perform this. And so it's just a neat verse thinking about him uh, reestablishing the you know uh, the kingdom and God um, being the government. You know, we have never had that. We've tried, you know, we tried to live in a godly way and we've tried to have a theocracy, but we uh, it's always failed because man's faulty. There's another one I was thinking of too, wasn't it when you said Beth? Fifty
2: nine. I said fifty nine and forty two. I don't know if those are right or
1: <laughs> Those are good numbers. I oh, was another one that talks about. I almost read it like the Star Trek. You know, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Oh, to establish yeah. new. It, it's kind of that way. We are planting flags. We are is it forty, per-
0: maybe.
3: Uh,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna be able to find it. without. I'm gonna get my. Isaiah it's a big book. I got, I got <laughs> my phone Bible. If I had my regular Bible, I'd yeah. see it. I have a little Starship Enterprise drawn by the verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I use visual clues.
0: I think that whole millennial reign is. Really interesting, like you said, because we, we have mortals living amongst mm-hmm. immortals. Uh, we're going around, like you said, it's clean up after, efforts after a massive battle. Yeah, the world. and That yeah. and after seven years of tribulation and everything else. Yeah.
1: Um, a lot of carnage. Yeah.
0: So a thousand years goes by. That seems to be the end of Satan's sentence.
1: Yeah, so he's been bound in chains for this thousand years. And then he's loosed for a little season. And I think that's just to prove, you know, once there's an alternative thing that... These kids that are 100 years old kids, um, they throw in with him. Uh, I think the excitement of rebelling, I mean, think of that. We like that. Uh, even yeah. the Proverbs talk about, you know, st- stolen water is also sweet, you know, even the Psalms. Um, but um, there's an allure to that, you know, that appeals to our sinful nature. And so they they do. They re- they rebel. They throw in. And it's called the Battle of Gog and Magog. And, um, it's in Revelation 20. Yeah, and it talks about them being like the sands of the sea. I mean, all these kids that are deceived and they throw in to rebel against him, and it isn't not even not even recorded really much as a battle. Now it says <laughs> sands
0: and seas. Is that because we we've had a thousand years where everybody lives for so long? It's almost yeah. like I guess the pre-flood world the population was I mean probably huge. Yeah. Yeah, huge because I mean we had people that were able to sire offspring for so long and mm-hmm. everything else, other than that and then that living in a a perfect Perfect state, world, yeah. yeah. So,
1: health, you know, it's not like healthcare is almost anything. perfect, yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's nice. And then, you know, uh, so we're here in our glorified bodies, you know, but then you have these that are able to procreate and that, uh, yeah, they live long. You know, think about it, you know, the great physician is there. If you're sick, he could heal you, you mm-hmm. know, if there was sickness, you know. But, so, it doesn't seem like it, you know, maybe as it goes back to an Eden like state, I mean, things were bigger, better, stronger, faster. Um, they, they talked about you know with the atmosphere being different. Without I mean, him, yeah. if he had a scratch, by the time he ran to the doctor, it'd be healed. You know, because of the double the oxygenation or something like that. But Th- it, a thousand <laughs> years is a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so mean, we've only been a country for two hundred years. So yeah, I guess if you figure if you had um, the people who survived the tribulation and they had kids and those kids say they repented and trusted Christ and they mm-hmm. they were living righteous lives, they were mortal and so they would be able to have kids. And then their kids would be able to have kids, you know, that you'd have 10 generations of that. You know, mm-hmm. that, that would be huge numbers that would have been youthful, you know, when Satan is loosed. And Satan goes right at it, you know. And then there's even verses about that, about them meeting in secret and marking themselves and scratching themselves, you know, to try to speak to him. But just think about, you know, just the allure of the occult today just draws so many away. You know, mm-hmm. like people like the horror movies, the scary stuff, the mm-hmm. satanic mm-hmm. stuff, the dark bands and all that, the metal stuff, you know, to try to... Have that allure there that uh, after having pristine conditions for all this time to have a chance to do something other, yeah, the allure to sin for flesh seems irresistible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the time Beth and I accidentally went to a witch's coffee shop. Oh,
3: <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> That'd
0: yeah, be made an episode for Horrible. A good different episode on that one. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> that was creepy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't.
0: It accident. was not a little hipster horrible. coffee shop. It was <laughs> so scary.
1: Anyway,
2: the bagel was good though, <laughs> <laughs> coffee was not. Yeah, so it's like
1: devil coffee you sent uh, me pictures while you were there and i was like run yeah yeah
0: <laughs> um so devil's out we have this battle of gog and magog mm-hmm. um that's kind of where the hammer comes
1: down yeah and then it's the final judgment yeah yeah that would be the what would we call it the great white judgment throne <clears throat> where um all the dead who've ever lived had this is their I guess the one respite, the only thing they had looked forward to when they were in hell was that they were going to be judged one day. The only thing that would be different than their suffering is they come before him and they are sentenced eternally to the lake of fire. This is a very sad day. Uh, They are judged by their works. A lot of people said, hey, I'll just, I think my good works outweigh my bad. You know, so they will be judged by their works and they will be found wanting. Um, I think there are degrees in hell. Some hell's hotter than some than the other, but it's still law state. And that's forever. Um, it's very sad and then the world's destroyed and this isn't like yeah, cause, it's because heavens
0: and earth are they're purged, purged they're yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah, kind of like think of sodom and
1: gomorrah how it was. yeah it melts with a fervent heat you know that is a yeah what's it's the purging process yeah so it but burns up but then it's like the bible in reverse you know there's a new heaven and a new earth And that's when the new Jerusalem comes down. So he makes a new heaven, a new earth where it's not corrupt. It's not been tainted by sin. Uh, Think about it. We've only lived in a fallen earth. And think how beautiful that is. I mean, I know you all love to travel. We love to see the nature and to think how beautiful it is to think what it's like when God has made it all. Uh, And then to see this city. I've never seen a city God made. I've only (laughs) seen cities we've made. But I imagine it has a lot of plants involved. (laughs) <laughs> i, think
0: I it's, like, like beth lying. and i beth and i always talk about that uh like we're like and we're just looking at the scars of a flood yeah like, what was it like b- before
1: he destroyed it yeah <laughs> yeah we see we see the car gen. it's beautiful it's magnificent it's all inspiring mm-hmm. with the mountains and the valleys and, but yeah what's it like when god's made it to declare his glory and so we get to see that and I and I think it's pretty exciting because you know in Revelation it talks about it how John they would watch it and that we're there and so we get to see God at his best at his creating power where he makes a new heavens and a new earth he establishes this universe that we're going to exist in and then he brings down the new Jerusalem our home where we'll live with him where we'll rule and reign with him forever and the nations that are there and it all comes in it talks about you know the, the rivers and the flowing water and all the fruit trees and i've always wondered can i breathe underwater and i will swim so there you know and all the the different things i have an appointment with a sunday school teacher that he made with us in the class we'll meet under the cherry tree and we'll have a class reunion i look forward to seeing that teacher there and so but we have all these things that we'll get to live with him forever on paradise earth as it was supposed to be before the whole adam and eve incident i <laughs> with think the a serpent. lot of
2: people don't think of it as a real physical earth and i think that's kind of what not necessarily turns people off to it but
0: they don't want to float around on a cloud playing a harp all night
1: yeah and so it's a physical place with a physical body and and then we didn't really mention it when we talked about the rapture but our bodies are changed we are given a transformed body that is doesn't have death, disease, or red comfort says dangerous. And, you know, <laughs> so we, we don't have any of the plagues. We don't die anymore. We're not sick anymore. We're able to run and we're healthy and we're made. I guess the optimal you that we were supposed to be made. Where it's not the fall. It it's, not wear like, out. Yeah, it's not like yeah. It's not. There's no physical imperfections in that way. We are made is the way he's made us to where we could do and perform the task that he's given us. There's no sin to be hindering us, uh, where he can say do it and we do it right away and we want to and it's just with the power and the strength and the Ability that that represents him as we go and do it. I, know, I just look forward to running and not hating it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to kind of expand on heaven a little bit, and since we made it this far, I think we need a
0: little bit of a little bit of happy here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. What do you think there will be like? Not new creation in heaven, but do you think there'll be creativity? I mean, I would assume that he Are you would talk al- about
1: eternity or, or heaven. Which one? Uh, I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, eternity. So yeah. do you so think so?
1: Eternity th- is on earth. let's so yeah, okay. Establish that heaven's kind of a yeah, temporary um, holding yeah, spot sorry. for us. Yeah. Just to just to, just to clarify. Our <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To okay. clarify.
0: Okay. Yeah. To so clarify. So eternity now. Okay. Do you think there will not? I'm not talking new creation. That like guy's not gonna be like oh, the zebra 2.0. I mean, yeah. I'm talking like, <laughs> do you th- like? Creativity in us. I mean, oh, he's oh, put creativity yes. in us. Do you think yes. there's going to be people that make cars? Do you think there's going to be people that... That's funny. I that's mean, that's exactly that's, that's something I, I was thinking of.
1: something I think about. I'm like... Because I was thinking Carl's going to have a hot rod shop. <laughs> yeah. It isn't something that... Yeah, know. no, I think so. I mean, because we are made in His is. image, He yeah. is a cr- creator, and so we make creations because we are made in His image. And so, yes, I think. Imagine you know, we just talked about the millennial reign. You know, that's just a thousand years of you pursuing whatever. How good would you be? You know, well, we talked about that before the flood. Well, we haven't talked about it on the show, but personally, mm-hmm. yeah. You know about how you know we had a they lived long ages back then. How, how good would they be at what they did? So imagine being able to live especially when you have a mind that remembers you know most of my times now trying to remember what I once knew you know it's a sieve and it leaks you know, but to be able to do that and to uh yeah no I think I you know, that we will that create I think we'd make things I think we'd build things i i I look forward to having you know me and you and Joel and Adam you know bit blazing a trail you know and and mm-hmm. <laughs> doing it you know having dad there with us too as mm-hmm. we go into some forest and and claim some land for him. Uh, man, that, that, that discovery, that, that that creativity, yeah, I think he's going to boast. on. I think there'll be song written, you know, Beth will be writing, playing the song. Yeah, what we'll, we'll be doing, I think it'll be that. You know, I think it'll be who we are and what we're doing for him. And I think that'll be awesome. Uh, you know, I, I, we love it when we're discovering something. We love it when we're creating something. We love it. As a church, we've made movies. It feels great wonderful to be doing that we're making a movie for the cause of christ and yeah it's going to be that yeah you know, <laughs> that will do that it might be just glorifying him and not necessarily a gospel one witnessing him or maybe it is maybe we make movies and and then make write stories about our testimony to glorify him here's what god did for me you know, and we share our testimony and we read those books and the things that people love will be there you know, just because things have been perverted uh, doesn't mean that the good things won't survive you yeah, mentioned I think that's awesome. You mentioned something.
0: I guess we're, we're out of the church age now. Obviously mm-hmm. we're in eternity. What does like I don't yeah. think we're going to get there and, be, and we're obviously not going to forget about him because he's the hmm. one that saved us. So what is that going to look like as far as like what what's fellowship as far as yeah. It's not going to be church. It's not going to be like Yeah, it'll,
1: I, it'll be different. Yeah, because church is like church. is, there, is and there gonna temples a, the temple. Is there going to be
0: a set worship time? Is there going to be a set Like learning
1: time, or it does mention some of that, you know, uh, at least during the millennial reign about you know that there's just church on the Sabbath day, and so some people think, oh, heaven is church every day. No, it just says (laughs) it'll be on the on the Sabbath day. That's why that's why I bring it up. Uh, But um, yeah, so there are the set times, and I think there's a time we're with Him. So I don't know. I think we'll always be learning, always be teaching. Uh, I think, you know, it's not like we get to heaven and we know everything because God's the only one who's omniscient. We Mm -hmm. will always be learning, and he is the source who is unsearchable in his ways past finding out. And so he is a place that we will, a well that we will go to will never run dry, so we'll ever be learning. That's one of the things that makes heaven exciting for me. Mm -hmm. It's like you will always be learning, and you'll always be discovering forever because he is eternal, and uh, it'll never be exhausted. And I think that's so, thrilling to think, always learning.
0: Something I think about too is like the Bible. We always kind of use the acronym basic basic instructions before leaving Earth. <laughs> what's the new What's the new script? We are we.
1: <laughs> what's the new? <laughs> yeah, well, what, was what, the,
0: it, yeah, what's the new script?
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, sometimes I, I that mean, gets, This is just all
0: purely speculation yeah, at this point, but it's I can speculate. I, I but think I about. think
1: that we will have things to do. That's I mean. Clearly, during the month you know, we talk in, at church, there are jobs that I've listed out that I can find in the scriptures that we'll mm-hmm. have to do. And so, and, and then clearly throughout eternity, we'll have those as well. <clears throat> but it does make you wonder. Like, <laughs> you know, I, know, I know. The one that gets me, it has gates. Hmm. The New Jersey has gates. What's it keeping? Mm-hmm. Out? You know, and so there's there's something, you know, and, and I know there's just us, but there's, I don't know. I know that what he has in store for us yeah, be exciting, you know, yeah. but uh no, yeah, definitely. The angels haven't been bored. It's not like, what are you going to do with mankind? You know, it's like, right. no, it's turned into this is magnificent adventure. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that whatever it is, it'll be, I don't know, thrilling. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. think what it might be. But I know it won't be boring. And if Anybody who says that don't under, doesn't understand who God is and doesn't no, understand.
0: No, it's just it. like, it, I know, I think everybody sitting at this table uh, has, yeah, <laughs> has, at some point, just gotten dizzy thinking about trying to wrap their mind around mm-hmm. what eternity is. And I think it's it's hard because we are we're yeah. confined to our what is it the the four four dimensions, dimensions that we're in? Is mm-hmm. that right? We're in yeah. four right? We're in four right? Yeah. There's what? There's uh, time space. He's...
2: Those are the only two. Well, I, I got two. <laughs> two,
0: I got two out of four. Width and height. Uh, are, those, are those dimensions?
1: Yeah, because you have, you, know, oh, we you live in three dimensional okay, space. 2D. Yeah, okay. but then there's also time. You know, so there's the yeah. height, width, breadth, and then time. So we, put, it, we exist in four dimensions.
0: C.S. Lewis that described time as so if wait what, how, okay so if there's a piece of paper with a line drawn on it, line is time. Like check so, miss. you have to like is it
1: checklist? I think so. Yeah, but
0: go ahead. No. Uh,
1: maybe maybe you're, doing t- maybe you're telling a different one. Maybe maybe he's quoting C.S. Lewis. Maybe.
0: Okay, so so you have a piece of paper with a line drawn on it, like point mm. A, point B. Point A, point B, that's time. And then God is the piece of paper. That's the way he describes...
1: Uh, maybe that is yes. Time. I don't uh, know. We are in him, yeah. That's so, the easiest way my brain can think of. I know it's not. I thought you were talking about Mr. 2D and Mrs. 2D, and then...
0: Oh, no. I, I've tried to... Have you... There's been people that, like... Mr. They say Mr. they Flat dream in 2D. Or I, I have never dreamed in 2D, but I've dreamed in black and white before.
1: Yeah, I've dreamed in black and white. That's I weird. In color. I dream all night, every night. Like full, nights. like... <laughs> yeah, like Y'all don't want to Andy hear about my play. dreams. <laughs> that has weird dreams. Yeah, on my trash can car. Yeah. I
0: remember that dream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this
1: answered uh, quite a few questions. That, that's that, a real rough outline. Yeah, real, yeah. Real, rough, real rough outline. But we live happily ever after. I mean, it's kind of the story that's imprinted on our heart. You know, God has told us that we're the little sender child, you know, who or, or really, you know, if we repent and trust in him, you know, that we are children of the king and, we get, and drop, you know, we get adopted in there and we become rulers with him and we live happily ever after. That's kind of a story imprinted on us mm-hmm. that we run to in all of our fairy tales that are there. That is a, a story that calls to us because it's him, the wooing one. And calling us to himself and so it is true it is real repent and come to him okay. and we can have everlasting life
0: yeah i think that's awesome uh, to kind of steal a little bit from are you on friday which i want to talk about we yeah. have we had talk 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 now this is kind of fourth talk
3: um <laughs> is,
0: is there anything that you think we missed in this overview that we need to, any definitions or anything Beth or dad that you think we need to to mention or highlight on this particular topic, I guess if anybody has any questions, they can comment
1: or ask, and then we can kind of do a follow-up yeah. on that. But yeah, like we said, this is very basic. There's a there's an Ezekiel 38 war and a Psalm 83 war that uh, we're not quite sure. We think that they're probably pre-rapture, and that that's uh, some things that go on with some different nations surrounding Israel that God shows Himself. There's a war specifically, like Ezekiel 38. I'm thinking of. To where God miraculously spares them, where it should there should be no way they survive, but Israel suffers no uh, fatalities, but the enemies massively destroyed to the point where the nation has to start thinking God did this, mm-hmm. and that's kind of maybe one of the precursors that tells us, man, we're close, close. And so, I know anytime there's scuds launched or missiles launched, I think there were some bombings today over there, that yeah. um, something in Syria maybe. That that's all that. Yeah. But yeah, so there's. Whenever there's anything going on over there, I'm always like, was it miraculous that something mm-hmm. happened this way? I mean, Israel names their stuff. Cool stuff like, was it like Samson's Fist or something like yeah, that? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. What, David Sling, and then they have What's the name of references. their uh, defense? Um, the Iron Shield? No, that's, uh, well, that's not as cool. Yeah, I think it's... No, I think it's <laughs> David Sling. You know, Maybe. Or Samson's Fist or something, something fist, like I that. I thought
0: that was like one of their weapons. Yeah, they have a...
1: Yeah, I'll Google it, but I won't be able to find. It. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's something like it's something biblical. Yeah.
0: Um, also too, kind of while we're on topic, I thought about it earlier, and I actually remembered it. Um, <laughs> the Bible says it is pointed unto every man once to die after this judgment. Yeah. There are two people in the Bible that did not die. Yeah. Um, I know they will. Do you think these two people are going to be? <laughs> you know they will. <laughs> I know they will. I got spoiled. You tipped there. your hand. Yeah. Um, do you think these two are going to be the ones that are called back as, like, the f- like the first, like, the two witnesses of, like, the 144,000? Do you All think... All right, this, this right is I, what, let's, let's name them, I guess.
1: Here's, here's what Levi's saying. He's yeah. talking about... We
0: have Elijah and Enoch. Uh, Enoch. Enoch yeah. yeah.
1: So no. they didn't taste death. And so uh, Enoch is interesting in that he was taken out before the judgment of the flood. Mm-hmm. And we think that that is a very good... Type of the of the rapture because you have mm-hmm. Elijah so, uh, not
0: Elisha. Elisha
1: got his mantle, which is not his thing, about his was yeah. <laughs> That's
0: a scarf. <laughs> yeah, Ask my, my
2: Sunday school kids about that because we went over it two weeks ago, so they should know the story. A scarf,
1: yeah, the scarf is. It's, put, no, yeah. I mean, it's a physical thing, but it's also more
2: like of like, like
0: a <laughs> cloak.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, he, he went. So two of them, yeah, did not taste death. That they were they were taken up, and so uh, when we read in the book of Revelation about the two witnesses, they sure seem like Enoch and Elijah, or some even say maybe Moses too. And so there's. Uh, they do similar miracles, so many think that these are the two that come back, and then they are killed by the Antichrist. As a matter of fact, when mm-hmm. they are killed, there's a world feast that goes on The world that basically it's Christmas. Uh, they celebrate, they give each other gifts, it says, because these two were dead, and then uh, God resurrects them right in front of them, and I think that's not so happy for them. <laughs> they know that God, who God is and what they've done. Yeah. But yeah, so many speculate that that might be them, and mm-hmm. so maybe they do taste of death. I, I don't like know. That. I but like that, that theory. a theory. But a, mm-hmm. uh, they would preach with some power, I think. Yeah. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And plus, too, what else would stick out to Jew than having these two people he come and back? Elijah, yeah. yeah. And Elijah well, come back. We talk about days of Elijah. During, we sing that
2: song. Yeah, and, and like, during thing? the Passover dinners, they always, like, go out and look for Elijah.
1: I look for Elijah's return, yep. Uh, so yep. yep. Go to the door. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Good one, Beth.
2: I'm surprised I remember. You remember that from
0: our our Seder dinner <laughs> a couple yeah. years ago? Yeah. Was Which it Jeremiah I I got to? Do where that, I enjoyed so? all of the food. I think I was the only one at the table that enjoyed. <laughs> no. Uh,
1: yeah. What was that apple ricey? Yeah. Apple
0: what was it? It was uh, the the fruits uh, bitter fruits. Bitter. Yeah. No, that's bitter herbs. Bitter, bitter herbs. We had. Oh yeah. the tiers those are of I vegetables. like those.
3: I don't enjoy those. Yeah, because <laughs> we our ate them all like
0: pictures. a trisket or something. I like <laughs> <laughs> those. I like the bread. The matzo bread. It was not a trisket, officially.
1: But it was tasty. It was, it was very interesting, yeah. There's such there's such symbolism and all that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's cool. I definitely want to do one, especially closer to uh, Passover. I want to do that, like the whole Resurrection oh. Sunday stuff. I definitely want to do all that. I want to do that like an episode where you yeah. go to each piece. That would be pretty I cool. Think I, cool. Think I think that I, I was thinking
2: we'll about, about that earlier today, too.
0: Mm. Ooh, maybe we can have... Jonathan Kahn on that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah. hey uh, Jonathan Kahn you if that. you're listening to this yeah. uh, have your people contact uh, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah. contact my people very easy to get a hold of <laughs> yeah. um,
1: especially if it's Jonathan Kahn yeah you know? exactly yeah.
0: Um, so where in the Bible I know all of it as a whole but where mm-hmm. specifically are people if people are interested in the book of Revelation or in times where do you point them I know Revelation for one and then mm-hmm. there's Daniel 9 then yeah. Ezekiel and we're what else we
1: <laughs> Yeah, Joel, Isaiah, <laughs>
0: Zechariah. Um, yeah, so we can't famous. just be a New Testament church. We can't just be an Old Testament church. It's the whole Bible. It's the it's whole, whole thing. thing. Yep.
2: Especially Revelation, like you said earlier, drives you to the rest of the Bible. And exactly. that's the only way you're going to be able to understand it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's quoting the Old Testament. It's using the imagery from the Old Testament. And so it's making you go back and know your history so that you understand what's going on. That's that's that's. He's very clever. He's more specific. Guy, it was Daniel 9,
0: Ezekiel 38. Um, yeah, Ezekiel 38. Um, no. Zechariah. Zechariah 12. 12.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one in Isaiah about... It's a bunch of Isaiah. Basra, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, my notes are everywhere, and I mm-hmm. can't find them. Yeah, his notes are yeah. everywhere across every Bible, across <laughs> several offices versus... Oh, yeah, literally everywhere. Yeah, but Timelines and... Yeah, I have to always illustrate it. I have to I think visually. The uh, picture that's
0: going to be the um, thumbnail for this episode is actually part of a timeline that you drew back when I was, what, probably four? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably four years old. It's but hanging it's, in our church It's time. hanging up in the back of the church. It's one of the several cool
2: And Anytime we <laughs> have visitors, lines. like they're just drawn to it because they're like, I've never seen See anybody who just thought lays, about this. It just lays it out so well. Yeah, it
1: does. Um, and I think at the bottom it has a giant hell. I think they're yeah. like, I what mean, is this? The I, think, <laughs> I think yeah, the yellow and orange hell at the bottom. Yeah. It kind of people in, they're like, what is this place?
0: Well, they know, right, it does they know right where we stand whenever they come it's in. Yeah. They exactly. know what they're going to hear. So.
2: I think it's worth noting before we cut off that um, you like to say a lot, Brian, which it's right in Revelation, but if... Uh, oh, man, I lost what I was going to say. It's oh, good. he like the people who study the book of revelation are going to be blessed for studying it.
1: Oh yeah. There's the promise in chapter one. Yeah. But blesses are those, anybody who reads it and all those who hear it too. So it's the one book that comes specifically, like you're blessed to read the Bible anywhere, but this is a book that comes with specific blessing. Thank you very much for mentioning that. You'll get blessed just for listening to this. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can (laughs) thank new revival podcast.
2: (laughs) And also like we were saying earlier, if, This is like a super cool thing, and you're listening to this after the rapture. If you can get a hold of one of our Bibles, they are marked up Mm. everywhere. So, oh, also,
0: too, while we're talking about that, uh, the seven churches that are mentioned in Revelation Mm that in there in chapter one, um, one of the which being Smyrna, Smyrna, yeah, we have missionaries that are there now. Um, That's right, they got
1: there.
2: Yep, Brady and
0: Sarah Van Winkle got there was earlier this week uh into last
2: yeah week. they left here on the 29th i think they got there on like the 30th or something Yep, like
0: that. i saw we have a download for the podcast from turkey which is oh, hey, super hey, cool, that's cool yep. Yeah. yep so they're there now they're getting adjusted so if everybody's <laughs> yeah pray for them as they find housing pray for them as and they, they find housing and again learn living. how to speak car. yeah language school <laughs> next month
2: <laughs> they're doing a really good job keeping their social media up to date it's truth to turkey mostly yep. their facebook awesome. um they're doing a good job on their instagram too but i see a little bit more on mm. facebook i okay. think so
3: I don't just, understand
0: looks Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it looks awesome. yeah they posted there. a picture the other day where they took this elevator up to basically look like the top of the town, and like you see like yeah. the Mediterranean behind that's them. So yeah,
1: it looked warm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, but they are <laughs> yeah. when we were freezing. It they warm. are
0: in Izmir, Turkey, which is biblical Smyrna, which is mm-hmm. super cool. So that's one of the seven churches mentioned in, like I said, the beginning of yeah, Revelation. Revelation.
1: Yep. One of the seven churches, yeah.
0: Also, too, those ones we're doing follow-up on missionaries. Um, Jenny and Franzi just got back from Haiti. Haiti uh, okay. We meet up. Dad's going to talk to them because we're doing something special with them here uh, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean. um, they got back from Haiti. We're wanting to have them on do a follow-up. Uh, yeah, we I had our first um, meeting with RU Recovery mm-hmm. Program on Friday. Yep. Really encouraged by that. We had, uh, yep. we had a couple people, people show up. up. It was exciting. Yeah, it was, was really exciting. Yeah. 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 Yep, super excited for that. So hopefully that continues to grow and the word gets out on that. I think it would be really helpful for people. Um, Lord's Locker in Trafalgar, Friday night 7. Yep, 106 East Pearl Street, Trafalgar. <laughs> yeah. I was giving you the prompt. You give me give my plug,
3: yep.
2: <laughs> we are in the works of getting some more of our missionaries on. not going to say who yet, but we're working mm-hmm. on getting some stuff scheduled too. So.
1: Yep, I'm excited about it. Did he ask me to come there this summer, that guy? Yes, that guy. <laughs> uh,
2: not that I know of, but. Yeah,
1: he has Did le- he? Yes, he Levi too. Yeah, I got a text. Oh, hey, I didn't know that. <laughs>
2: yep. <laughs> but he's working on uh, scheduling church too. So. Yep. Yeah. Oh, to so church. yeah, that
1: would be that'd be a good, we we'll know. One, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, thanks for sitting down and recording with us. We'll go yeah. ahead and wrap her up. Yeah. thanks again for listening to the new revival podcast.
2: Be sure to check us out on social media at new revival podcast.
0: Thanks for listening.